My name is Chance Drive, and you are listening to A Chance to Strive. Before we get started, I just want to say to anybody that's listening on YouTube, make sure you please hit that subscribe button and hit the notifications bell so that way you can know every single time a video drops. And it drops every single one at three o'clock. Even though I told you that just in case you forget, you feel me? I'm not going to gas my head up and be like, oh, I'm that important to the point where like you remember every episode is dropping at Wednesday and everything like that. But yeah, and anybody that's listening on any streaming platforms, I'm just saying thank you very much because that's actually been like the biggest part of this. So to anybody that's on that, whenever you guys are listening, just please hit that download. Just like just just show love to it, share it and everything like that. And make sure to follow my socials on TikTok and Instagram at chance underscore shive. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to get into the actual episode, right? So I feel like lately I've been speaking a lot about this, but I've never made it like an actual topic. It would just like make its way into like little um other like different segments that I've had. Right. And I feel like so the topic for the day is gaslighting slash manipulation, because tech- in case people don't know, like gaslighting is a form of manipulation. And before we actually start, we're going to make this like it's almost a class. You feel me? We're going to break the definition down first. We're going to break on. And then the first segment is going to go into what actually happens when somebody's actually gaslighting you or they're trying to manipulate you. And then the other part of that, which I felt like is very important that a lot of people miss, is when you're in a relationship or certain friendships and you're constantly around people gaslighting you, manipulating you, it does leave a lot of long-term effects. And we're going to actually look at some of those things so if people can like... I feel like the biggest part for me when I was like, oh, learning to love myself, learning who I am as an individual. For me, the biggest part was like understanding the way it is, like the way, like understanding why it is, why I am the way that I am. I don't know why that was just like so hard to say. But yeah, I feel like the biggest part of me, like learning the self-love and being able to understand myself, like I just needed to know like the why, like the why was the most important part, which is the whole reason why it took me so long to get to where I wanted to be because at a certain point, it's hard to work on something when you don't know the issue and, where, and you don't know where it derives from. So, yeah, the second, the second segment after I describe what it, what actually happens when somebody's gaslighting you, manipulating you, is going to be for people where it's kind of like, if people go through these things, I would like for people to see some of these traits or certain habits that you've picked up or whether you describe them as flaws or not, at least you'll be able to understand the fact that a lot of it comes from that. When you're dealing with people that are very narcissistic, they leave a certain effect on you because you tend to only be around those people and they only tend to matter to you when you actually give a fuck about them. So being around somebody like that where you really care for them and you love them and shit like that and you're constantly being fed these little bullshit that we're going to get through, that just sticks with you and it doesn't just leave. And I just want to say, um, I want y'all to say hi to my friend right there. So you see how he has a, he has his thing on and everything like that. I got my whole mic. He's going to be coming in for like the second segment. So just, just you just got to wait on that. But yeah, that's Chance Jr. He's going to be in every episode. It's mad cute. I just want to say that. Yeah, to people that are listening, I am so sorry that you have absolutely no idea. It's a teddy bear, and let's just say it's cute. He has a mic laying on his lap, and then he has a headset on. His mouth is wide open, green eyes. It's great. Okay, I feel like that's enough description for y'all to understand what I'm talking about. All right, now let's get into the actual episode. Okay, so like I said, we're going to start off by actually describing these terms. Manipulation. Manipulation is pretty much like any attempt to sway someone's emotions to get them to act or feel a certain way. And... For an example, I, re- I was like, might as well add a quick little story time to it. Wait, have I mentioned my boy stealing my watch and then helping me look for it? I don't think so, no. I haven't mentioned that, right? No. Okay, see, this is why you're a producer, because he helps you remember <laughs> some shit that you don't remember. Okay, right? Yeah, you can even respond to this, too. So, basically, this is what happened. So, I lose a watch. It's my. It's not my watch. It's my brother's watch. But we share, we, my, me and my family like, grew up like very tight-knit with my brothers and stuff like that. We shared clothes, sneakers, and we all had different styles, which is why we shared stuff. Because it's like, I do the streetwear, he does fancy, he does the awkward in between and stuff like that. So I, I thank them a lot for my fashion because it's like, I picked up a lot from them. But yeah, so my, my brother has a watch and I'm wearing it. And then at one point, the watch goes missing. And it's a G-Shock. G-Shock was very, like, a, it was very popular back then. It was pretty expensive when it first came out. And it was a blue one, a light blue one. So it was, like, a little special edition when they first put out that color. And I don't know what the fuck happened to it. And, of course, my brother's pissed the fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then at a certain point, my boy comes around, and he has a new watch. The exact same fucking watch. And I'm like, what the fuck? But before I even seen the watch on him, when I said I lost the watch and I was like, yo, my brother's going to be pissed off at me, he helped me look for the watch. So he's helping me look for the watch. And the moment I'm thinking, 
out of anybody who could have possibly taken a watch, it definitely isn't the person that's helping me look for it. And I'm like, okay, that's such a great act and everything like that. And then I'm like, oh, how did you, I became a little suspicious. I'm like, I don't know where you got the money from that. I know your dad is not buying it. I know his parents. I'm like, they're not spending money on that. And we go out together. I'm aware of how much money's in each of our pockets. And then, so it's like, I'm like, where did you get the watch? And then he tells me, what did he tell me? Oh, you tell me like a friend gave it to him, right? A friend at school gave it to him. I'm like, oh, okay. Somebody's just giving you a G-Shock. They, they, they must have it like that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. It is what it is. And then I talked to one of my other boys that was like in that same little clique. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, how do I lose a blue G-Shock? A light blue G-Shock. Special edition during that time. And then a week later, he comes in with the exact same watch. And my brother's seen the watch on him. And let's just say my brother's just not a very... He's not the very submissive type. My brother said, I'm going to whoop his ass if you don't get me this fucking watch back. Because I know it's my shit. And then I asked, and I, told, I was telling my boy about, about it. And he, I was like, he, did he tell you how he got this watch? He was like, oh, yeah, he told me he found it at school. That's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he told me he found it at school. But then he told you he got it from school. And I'm like, the fact that school was relevant in both of those stories, it was just like you could tell somebody was making a lie, but they weren't consistent with it. But yeah, that literally is pretty much an example of manipulation. Someone actually, someone's act, someone's like, um, they sway you in someone's emotions to get you to act or feel a certain way. He understood the fact, like the moment that he was helping me look for that watch, he was the last person I would ever think would actually steal the watch. But he stole that shit. And when I found out, I didn't even say shit. Like, I didn't even say shit. At one point, me and him just stopped talking. And then, like, now we're, like, he's still one of my closest friends because, like, I've known this kid since, I've known him since, like, I was 10 and shit like that. So, certain things, you just got to let it slide. But, yeah, so pretty much that right there is manipulation. Like, someone purposely doing some shit to literally, like, prevent you from thinking a certain way or to get you to act a certain way. And now what is gaslighting? Gaslighting, like I said earlier, it's actually, it's a form of manipulation. And gaslighting pretty much happens... Pretty much like the term gaslighting is now being used like in very little instances, but it did used to be a term that was like not only it didn't only apply to this, but a lot of the times people would use gaslighting and back in like a little before it became like a very popular term. It was something where it's more like in relationships that were very like abusive, whether that was emotionally, physically or both of them. I said both of them, but I promise I do not mean that as a joke. That is a very big issue. But it's when it, that's why I'm, I described that because they use the word abuser. So that's why it's a, that's a little harsh. So I just wanted y'all to understand that part. Gaslighting happens when an abuser tries to control a victim by twisting their sense of reality. So manipulating is telling somebody certain shit to get them to act a certain way. But the thing is for gaslighting, it's more of like the person kind of like making you seem delusional. I feel like that's like the easiest way to get that get that out the way. So like a quick example of it in a relationship would be like when your partner is doing something abusive, but then like they deny that it ever fucking happened. And they'll try to tell you you're crazy and all this extra shit. Or like they'll tell you like you're mentally unfit or like you're too sensitive. So in other words, like anything they can do to make you anything they can do to make you doubt what it is that you know, what it is that you feel. Like, they are very, dis- like, they're, like, the thing is, one thing I'm going to mention, people that gaslight you and that constantly manipulate you, a lot of the times they either, ve- like, they're either very narcissist, um, they're a narcissist, or they have a lot of those tendencies. And if you don't know what narcissism is, it's pretty much like an extreme self-involvement, pretty much like the person only thinks about themselves and themselves only. And it makes those people, and it makes them ignore the needs of anybody else around them. So when somebody's, so somebody's never going to try to pick up the blame because all they care about is their fault. The moment they pick up their blame, all they see is, oh, this is, I'm the issue and I don't want to be the issue because I'm an amazing person. So like, yeah, it's it's bad, bro. But okay, so now we're actually going to go into the segment where we're actually like, and I call it the first segment, gaslight, gaslighting in action. So one thing they're going to do is they're going to un- try to undermine somebody's perception of reality. So they're going to try to like, and these are the things they're going to try to get you to second guess. They're constantly going to try to second guess yourself. They're going to try to get you to second guess your memories of recent events. Like, oh, nah, you're bugging. This never happened. What the fuck is you talking about? And then at a certain point outside of that conversation, you're like, and they're also like going to try to get you to second guess your perception of that event or whatever it is that happened, whatever that person said. And it's like, and they 
it pretty much and the worst part is the fact that it leaves you wondering if you're to blame or if you're too sensitive. Like I said, a lot of this is directed completely towards somebody's emotions. And that's like the most problematic shit about it is kind of like you're the victim here, right? But then they will find a way to switch it up and victimize themselves. And you're just and you end up being very much confused because you know you're the person that was just hurt. So it's like, how the fuck? Like, this just doesn't fucking add up. But yeah, so that person will constantly lie to you. They're pathological liars. And like I said, narcissistic tendencies. They're going to lie to you. They are never going to change their story. So in other words, if you get in an argument with this individual or a conversation, however you want to put that, it doesn't matter what is said. There will never be a compromise. They will constantly go back to that same story. They will constantly tell you the exact same shit over and over again. And even if you have proof, they will deny that shit right in front of you. They will blatantly lie right in front of your face and not give a single fuck because all they give a fuck about is themselves. And the thing you're going to hear very often from people like that, right? You're crazy. You're making this shit up. This never fucking happened. And like the lying part is just such a big deal. And there's just so much that goes into it. It's like one thing that also ha- will happen um, for in gaslighting. They're going to gossip to other people. And create a false narrative about about you to that person. Like sometimes they'll and like in that when that at times like because when somebody doesn't know the whole story, when all somebody has to go off is what that person said, the issue becomes it's like now people are looking at you in a certain way. Now people are talking shit about you. And if you're somebody that very much cares about about what you're what you look like, about your reputation and everything like that, then that's like a very that's like a mental fuck because there are certain people where you just cannot stand not being liked. That's another problem in itself. That would be a whole fucking new episode. But there are certain people where it's like the moment people's perception of them changes or people start looking at them in a bad light. You don't understand the emotional trauma that actually ends up creating for that person. The idea of like you never want to trust nobody again because somebody actually like caused the people. And that's when that's when it even gets worse. When that person is able to get closer to the people you really care for and they end up and the people around you start not even loving you the same way that they do because they're being told this shit from someone who's very narcissistic. They're lying about it and everything like that. And the thing is, they will always make sure they tell these people some shit in a way where nothing you say will necessarily matter. And they just let's just say they know how to pick who to say certain shit to and how to get that person to believe in it. And then this is the part that's even like worse. Sometimes they will lie to you about what other people think or what other people say. Like the thing for people that are very narcissistic, they are very, very much indulge. Like they very much indulge in this, like they indulge in this idea of like, I want power and I want control. And I'm not speaking on like a superhero man or type shit, but it's more like, I want to know that I have you wrapped around my fingers. So I will do whatever the fuck it takes to get you to that point. And, the idea of lying, and I realize, like, the whole idea of, like, pe- people like that also feel very, feel, like, they feel very entitled to a person. It's almost like they feel like they own you, and you are their person and their person only. So, at times, like, what will end up happening is they will lie to you about what, how other people feel about you. They will make up these false narratives that people hate you, and I'll be, like, the closest people to you. And at times, let's just say it's a friendship or a relationship, they will lie to you about the people that are closest to you to try to get you to stray away from those people or just get you to stop being friends with them, get you to stop trusting them because they want you all to themselves because they don't want that level of attention to be delegated into multiple places, but rather just themselves. And another thing that is huge for this, like I said, all they really care about is themselves. And the moment they admit to anything, they feel like they are now a bad person. Like that contradicts this idea and vision that they have of themselves. They look at themselves like they are perfect. So the moment they are in an argument where you are telling them something is wrong, and that's the reason people who are narcissistic will gaslight the fuck out of you, they don't want to look at themselves in that light at all. Like there's ideal self, and then there's like what you actually perceive of yourself. And the thing is, it's like, they will never hold themselves accountable. Holding themselves accountable means they have to admit that they're wrong. They have to admit that some there is there is something that they could have done better. There is something that they can work on themselves though. But somebody who's narcissistic narcissistic will constantly think that they're perfect, and they will literally they will they don't think this idea of like oh self improvement. Like it's not like they don't think oh they can get any better. But the idea of somebody else telling them some shit that they got to do 
is the part that they don't give a fuck about because they don't care for the people around them. All they give a fuck is about themselves. They are very self-fucking-centered. So they're never going to hold themselves accountable. They will run away from the they will run away from the truth by moving the goalposts. And I understand the fact that certain people listen to it are listening to this podcast from different countries. So like there's certain like terminologies will kind of like use and you won't understand it or like certain shit will say. But the words is like moving the goalposts. What the fuck does that mean? So basically when you're moving a goalpost, it basically means like somebody keeps on switching the argument in a way where they can win. So it's kind of like they'll, you'll start telling them, why did you do this to me? Why did you lie to me? That I decided that right. Them admitting that they're lying is not some shit that they're going to do. They will blame you for lying to you. Like, they'll be like, no, but it is your fault for making me lie, da 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 So, like, they will constantly bring, they will constantly bring shit up that makes them, like, they makes them feel like the victim. Like, they will victimize the fuck out of themselves. And sadly, the thing I've realized is, right, a lot of people that display these type of behaviors, they tend to get in relationships with people that are very submissive people that tend to ignore arguments because people that are that way, they don't ever look for someone who is going to constantly butt heads with them. They look for someone that they can control, somebody they can have wrapped around their finger, like I mentioned earlier. So what they're going to do is they're constantly going to, they're going to constantly keep on shifting the blame and they're going to bring, there will be, they are willing to bring up anything that puts the argument in their favor. And the thing that's bad about that, it doesn't matter if you are an individual that doesn't do a lot of wrong. That person will still make you feel that way. Even if it's one time you fucked up, right? You will never, if it's that one time, you will never hear the fucking end of it. And for an example, it's like, I know for a fact, I've been in relationships where this has happened. And I know for a fact, a lot of my friends dealt with this shit. So I can only believe the fact that some of my listeners have gone through this. You will bring up something to your partner or to a friend, anybody that you have a certain bond with, right? Where it's that person, where you expect that person to be able to hold themselves accountable because we, we're supposed to care about each other type thing. So it's something you actually care about. You'll bring up something that made you angry or you'll bring up something that pissed you off. And then all of that person will be focused on. They won't accept the blame and they will tell you, I don't know how you're going to get mad at me for this when da, 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 da. It's like, but the whole point is where he moved past this. Now, this is something that you did wrong. Like, this isn't about me. This is about you. But to them, it's, it's never that way. It's only about them when it works in their favor. The moment you're bringing some other shit up, nah, it's just going to go right back. Like, you're gonna, I'm going to constantly be very repetitive with the fact that they are very self-centered because realistically, that is where all of that shit stems from. The idea that they care about themselves and not a single other fucking being in this fucking world. But yeah, they will constantly, and anything like that, especially like things that happen in past arguments or things that you've accidentally said, it will be things you already apologized for. It will be things that you, sh- you guys have, adm- like, it'll be things that you guys have accepted that you moved on from. But they will never move on from shit like that. They, it's just not something that they do. And another part is the fake love portion. And what I mean by the fake love is somebody who's gaslighting the fuck out of you or somebody who's very manipulative that display those narcissistic behaviors they will tell you all of this sweet shit just so that you can forgive them, just so that they can keep on having, just so they can keep you believing that one thing that they want you to believe. Like the per, like for an example, your partner, you'll come to your partner or you'll come to anybody, like anybody you have a bond with. You'll tell them something that you'll tell them something that they did, something that hurt you. And then let's just say they don't throw the blame card. They don't throw blame at you, right? You see that they throw the blame part where they victimize themselves. And the other part is where they bullshit the fuck out of you and tell you, what it is that you want to hear but it's not something that they plan on acting on so that person you'll come to that person you'll be like oh you did this well would you hurt me da, 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 da. and then they will sit here and tell you baby you know that i love you you know that i would never hurt you like why would you believe something like that there will always be that part where they're trying to twist your perspective like in your pers- in your um perception of things like why would you think that like you know i love the fuck out of you like after everything i do like this is really the treatment that i get that like, it almost sounds like this person is hurt. And now that you're and now you all you're thinking on the other side is shit. What the fuck did I do to make this person feel this way? Like, I this is not something that I want to do to my partner da, 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 or anybody that I give a fuck about. And that's why I said a lot of the time, somebody who's constantly gaslighting, trying to manipulate people. They will not go for somebody who has a very high level of self-love. Because somebody who has a very high level of self-love, it's very hard to persuade that person that they're in the wrong when they're not. Because they are well aware of the shit that they should handle and the shit that they shouldn't. 
somebody who loves themselves is never going to waste them is never going to waste their time on somebody who's narcissistic because that person will constantly get you to a point where you don't love themselves and you try to get your idea of love from them like they will literally make you feel like them loving you is the only thing you should necessarily care about and that's why it's like they don't necessarily care for that self-love portion all they care for is oh he loves me he really cares for me but then like it starts switch like it starts to switch where it's kind of it starts shifting where it's like it's not really self-love anymore at this point it's the fact that they play on a lot of insecurities not even sometimes not the fact that they even play in your insecurities they create a lot of these insecurities it, like they will start making you believe shit about yourself that you've never even that, that's not even you but because it's constantly brought up in your face and because they are so well at shifting the shifting lies and with the truth and everything like that you will start thinking a lot of shit is wrong with you and realistically it's like you are never in the wrong in the first place but making you but constantly victimizing you and then you starting to believe it is exactly what the fuck they want because then they get to get away with every little fucking thing that they choose to but yeah the one thing i want to say to anyone who when you are dealing with somebody who exists before we um go over to the next segment i just want to say when you are somebody who is dealing with certain shit like that understand something there is no changing somebody who is constantly manipulating you, somebody who is constantly gaslighting you. People that exert these narcissistic behaviors, nothing anybody else say will ever get them to change. And I know that applies to people in general. But these people are people that are very self-centered. So it's very hard for them to even keep things in their head that other people have said to them. Like, there's not a lot of, like, real self-improvement, like, character development. There's not a lot of that shit. A lot of the times, too, like, this idea that they've built of themselves isn't them. It's not who they truly are. But they've lied to themselves to believe, like, yo, nah, I'm this amazing individual. So that's why it's, like, nothing you say to that person. Like, you can't say shit to somebody who already thinks they're perfect. They're just not going to believe you. So please... <laughs> Don't think you can change somebody like that. Don't think you can. You should be giving them more time. Just walk the fuck away. Because every second that you spend with somebody who does this type of shit, it will constantly take a lot out of you. Like people like that, they take, they take, they take. And then they try to control you. So in other words, there is never going to be a time where you're going to feel like you're winning or like things are going your way. It's never going to go your way. They all they only care about themselves, bro. Like I'm gonna keep on saying that shit so it gets through y'all heads. All right, but now this is a part. This is the second seg segment, right? So we described so a lot of these things that normally happen with somebody will try to attempt to do. And like I said, a lot of the times they really do fuck up your perception of things. They fuck up your perception of yourself. They fuck up your perception of what you feel like is the truth. And when that happens long term, and it builds up. It adds on. You start internalizing a lot of their thoughts and opinions of you. Whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. You start believing it because you're constantly being fed one thing. And because it comes from somebody you care for, somebody who's supposed to look out for you, even when they walk away from you, that type of trauma, that type of damage is not something that just goes in a heartbeat. It's not something that just leaves in the absence of somebody who's very narcissistic. It's not It's not just going to go away. It sticks. Which is the whole reason why in a relationship, at times, like, when these things added up, or in the friendship, you started to believe a lot of those same stories that they kept on using. It kind of like they, it's kind of like they were forcing that idea into you until you believed it. And when you believed it, they just constantly were getting their way. Okay, so now what is it that, and basically, these are a lot of random things. It's not like, oh, if any of these apply to you, you definitely dealt with this or these are the long-term effects that it had on you. But it's more of like things that tend to be common from people where it's like you've been in those, when you, where you've had a lot of those relationships. And by relationships, but I don't mean like just romantically, and like with your family and everything like that. These are some things that tend to be very common that people have. The idea that you doubt your feelings and you doubt your reality. I know a lot of people where they've been in relationships that was very narcissistic, where that person constantly was gaslighting them, manipulating them. And now it's even hard for them to believe like whether or not they should feel a certain way. Because every, because you've gotten to the point where you can't even trust your own emotions. Because every single time you felt a certain way, the person that was in front of you 
kept on telling you that nah you're fucking bugging for feeling this way like people that are very narcissistic they will dis- they are they are very dismissive to somebody's emotions because they know the moment they are very dismissive to your emotions you're gonna stop thinking about what you should really be thinking about which is like the hurt that you're being put through and then you're gonna start thinking you're a victim because you're too fucking not that they're gonna start thinking that they're victimizing the other person because now they're too sensitive and now they're being too much to handle and because that person will always express that portion where it's like, I shouldn't be dealing with this bullshit, da da da, da. That person will almost feel like you don't even want to trust your emotions. You don't even want to feel things. You don't even want to think about those thoughts that you're having. Like you start, you yourself start dismissing them because you're believing in those things that they are saying. And yeah, the idea of like questioning your judgment, your perspective, like, um, oh yeah, the questioning your judgment thing. At times, like a lot of people that deal with this shit, it doesn't even matter what it is. You just start thinking that you don't necessarily know how to really look at things and see it for what it is. Because when you're with that person, they constantly told you what you've seen. You were bugging for, for believing it. You were bugging for even seeing things a certain way. You were bugging for trying to put these dots together. Like, that's not what added up. The part where I mentioned where it's like you don't really, you don't necessarily, you'll stray away from like telling people about your emotions and everything like that. Another part is where you are vulnerable like you feel vulnerable and you feel insecure you find yourself walking around eggshells around a lot of people around you because you start thinking that you are too much to handle you start thinking that there is you start thinking that your emotions are too much baggage for other people and i know so many people that way and it's just if you're not at that point i don't want you to get there and if you are there I just want to say I understand how hard it is to deal with that shit, to constantly feel like you're scared to bring certain things up, that you're scared to even be yourself. You're scared to feel certain ways because you've constantly been told that you shouldn't feel a certain way. And all I'm going to say is, and I dealt with somebody, I dated somebody that was that that was this way, right? And the one thing I'll say is you are entitled to your emotions, no matter what happened you can be wrong for feeling a certain way but in that moment you will always be entitled to your emotions and anybody who gives a fuck about you and anybody who truly loves you will never be dismissive to your emotions because you being okay is their number one priority it's not about whether i was right it's not about whether i was wrong so the fact that you were with an individual that prioritized them being right more than how you felt is a fucking issue. Because in my opinion, that's one of those things where it's like, bro, it's like, why the fuck? Like, why would I see my, like, I just want you to think how sick it is. Like, right. I'm going to bring up the simplest example of like where this shit constantly happens. And I see it happening. I tell my girl that I love her. I'm dating somebody. I tell her I love her. Like, I love the fuck out of you. You're my babe. Da, da, da. And then one day I see her crying in front of me because of some shit that I did. You really think what I'm going to be worried about is whether I w- whether she was in the wrong for crying? Bro, that doesn't change how she felt at all. So for me, it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like none of that shit matters. All of that shit is tossed out the window. And a lot of people is kind of like, you don't want to take blame for that shit because you're like, oh, but I wasn't trying to do this or that. Intent only matters to you. Your intentions only matter to you. It doesn't like your intentions don't go that far. Oh, I didn't mean to hurt you. Oh, shit. Okay, we're good now. Like, imagine somebody smacking the fuck out of me and saying sorry. My face still fucking hurts. Like, that did not take the fucking pain away. But, bro, trust me. Ladies, I know this is something that a lot of you guys tend to deal with a lot more because it tends to be the people like that tend to be like in tune with their emotions and everything like that. It's very easy to play on you when you are still at a point where you don't fully love yourself and you don't fully understand those things, right? The one thing I want to say to you is if you notice somebody that you're with in family, relationship, friends, co-workers, if those people care more about their ego and not being whether they're right or wrong than your emotions, those are not people that you keep around because... There is not a single person in this world that doesn't understand the importance of somebody's emotions. 
Not a single one. Why? Because we all feel things. We all go through shit where we're like, and we all go, and this is the thing. We all have felt that pain of being, of crying, of having somebody hurting us. Like, sadly, none of us have got, I don't think nobody in this world is lucky enough to have never been hurt. Whether it was caused by another person or whether it was caused internally and you did it to yourself, you know what that pain feels like. So the fact that you can look at somebody in their eyes, see them going through all of this shit, crying in front of you, and all you are fucking worried about is, oh, you're in the, you shouldn't be fucking crying. Like, I ain't do this shit to you. I didn't mean to do it. That's a fucking issue, in my opinion. But yeah, so like you would also like doubt what the fuck you're saying. You're constantly going to be replaying conversations in your head. Was I in the wrong? Did I do this? Da, da, da. And there are certain people to the point where it's like they won't even admit to their emotions. Like a lot of people, I know a lot, this is one of those things too, right? There are people that will not speak on their emotions until they think it over and over and over to figure out whether or not they're bugging. And I'm all for giving people time before they actually speak on something that they're ready to speak about. But it becomes an issue when you are only taking time to figure out whether or not you were right or wrong for feeling a certain way. Trying to gather your thoughts to get ready for the conversation. That I understand it. But do you realize that, and the thing is I see this in a lot of people, but just think about this. Isn't it problematic that you have somebody in front of you that you care for but you are scared of telling them how you feel until you figure out whether you are right or wrong for feeling a certain way. You felt that way. Nothing changes that. Whether or not you go, like you go into your little shell and you try to process everything that fucking happened, at the end of the day, you felt a certain way and that person should know about it. Even if, like the, the thing is, it's like, that conversation that's happening isn't just to throw blame, but I feel like when you are dealing with, when you constantly dealt with somebody gaslighting you and like manipulating you, that is what you tend to be with. Like you think, like you think when we're about to speak on this, blame is going to get tossed around and I don't want to toss blame around in case I was wrong for feeling this way. No, it doesn't matter. We have a conversation. You tell me how you feel. I explain my part. I explain my part. I apologize for hurting you. And then now that you understand what my intentions were and the fact that I apologize for hurting you one way or another, whether my intentions were in the right or in the wrong. How hard is it for you to have a conversation with somebody if that's what they did? Where what you felt was a priority one way or another. It doesn't matter whether you were right or wrong for feeling that way. But through that conversation, you figure out whether you were right or in the wrong for feeling that way. And that's the part where in an argument or in a, a, when you're having a conversation with somebody both of you guys can apologize to each other. I'm apologizing for hurting you. And if you were in the wrong for feeling a certain way, I'm not going to blame you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to downplay you and victimize the fuck out of you for that shit or victimize myself for that shit. I'll tell you, oh, this is what I meant. I'm, I apologize that you've seen things this way, but that's really not what it was. And then you tell me, I'm sorry for what happened. I'm sorry for looking at it this way. If you were able to get conversations like that out of people where they were understanding and they cared. Tell me what's one reason why you would need to figure out and take space and figure out whether you were bugging or whether you're in the wrong for feeling that way. Like, would you really feel the need to figure out whether you're right or wrong for feeling a certain way? If you know it was never going to be an issue when you're going to have this conversation with someone. I know I spent a lot of time talking about this. But I know so many people that are this way. And the thing that I've realized about people that have gotten this way, right? They start thinking that it's okay. And it almost becomes something that they need. Like they need to constantly know whether or not they're bugging for how they felt. And the reason for that is they're trying to avoid getting their emotions dismissed. It's not something that you need. It's a habit that you picked up for damage control. Because you're afraid of getting to that point where if you were wrong for feeling a certain way or whether you, if you looked at a situation a different way, you know that person that's constantly, that would constantly gaslight you, that would constantly try and manipulate you, that person that exerted those narcissistic behaviors, you know the moment they got that chance to say you were wrong for feeling a certain way, they would blame you for feeling that way. No. You should simply apologize and that should be it. But yeah, 
I know a lot of people are going to relate to this, which is the reason why I dedicated time to breaking it down. But take time to figure out how you feel and process your thoughts. And at times, yeah, to understand your emotions and how you feel. But you shouldn't feel the need to take time to figure out whether you're right or wrong for feeling a certain way. That part doesn't matter. It doesn't change what happened. Whether or not you figured out, oh, maybe I was in the wrong, you were still hurt for that period of time that you were hurt for. And that has to get, then that has to be communicated to whoever it is that did it. Because anyone that gives a fuck about you will make your emotions their number one priority and not their ego at all. And the last two things that I feel like, there, there are three things that I'm going to go through. Like the last three things I feel like, which are pretty important. Yeah. Another thing that will constantly happen when somebody has constantly dealt with gaslighting manipulation and it's left this long-term effect. These are some of the long-term effects that you might see. You spend a lot of time apologizing for shit. Why? Because when you're with somebody that is very narcissistic, you've, you're never not wrong. I feel like that's the thing people don't understand. You will spend a lot of time apologizing whether you are in the wrong or not, because you're just so used to everything being your fault. You're so used to somebody throwing blame at you no matter the fucking situation that you guys end up in. And another thing is because you're constantly used to taking all that blame, you're constantly used to being, in other words, like you start believing like you're constantly that person where you're always fucking up. You're fuck up. You can't do nothing right. So it's at a point where you're constantly apologizing to people for shit, right? Even when it's not your fault. And at times you don't even care that it's not your like you are aware that it's not your fault but you want to apologize just for the point just for the point of it and at times people do like because you you have like this lack of self-love because like all that love was just constantly stripped away from you by that person that was constantly gaslighting and manipulating you you start thinking you're not good enough and me not being good enough i'm going to take the blame or not because i feel like i'm not a great person where it's like there's no way that I can be right. I'm not good enough. So one way or another, me accepting the blame doesn't mean shit to me. It's just what I'm used to. So I'm going to just constantly do it. And don't be that person. <laughs> like any bonds you have in life, bro, you need to hold motherfuckers accountable for shit. Any bonds that you have in life, you need to have non-negotiables. You need to have those things where it's like if somebody is incapable of exhibiting, like of um. If somebody's incapable of putting out this type of behavior, incapable of giving me what it is that I want, then it's a no-go. For me, one of those things is somebody understanding me. And by understanding me, it's like a lot. That's one thing I'll even say, right? A lot of people will sit here and tell you, I am an understanding person. I understand you. But don't even know what the fuck that means. I have had, bro, when I tell you I've had somebody tell me, I just, like, I'm trying to be understanding that I was like, but I just don't understand why you would do that because I would never do it. I'm not you. <laughs> like, bro, the whole point of being understanding to somebody in a situation, right? To be an understanding individual. You know, like this term of, like, step into somebody else's shoes. When you're stepping inside their shoes, you are trying to be them. You're, un you're trying to understand it from their perspective. You are removing all of these thoughts that you may have and all of your perception of shit, tossing it out the window. And then you're looking at it from that person's perspective completely. Because I've had... I, <laughs> me and her talked about this and I'm over this, but this, 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 it, was, it triggered me. Like I was in a relationship with somebody, right? And they would constantly tell me they understand. We, we were polar opposites. Very polar opposites i'm a social media person they're anti-social i don't know how we made it work for how long we made it work but she was an amazing individual like we just met each other at a very terrible time so that's why I like certain shit like that would happen so i would never hold her accountable for she's held herself accountable for a lot of these things so i don't feel the need to hold her accountable for it because she understand the reason why she did what she did and she apologized for it and that's all i really cared for but yeah, she would literally, like, because we were so different and we had different views and stuff, like, she's from, whoa, I almost said where she, <laughs> I didn't say it, I didn't say, we're good, we're good, we're good, I, oh, if I said this, everybody would have known, she's from a town that doesn't have too many people, and I'm from, I've always been in the city, so in other words, our upbringing is different, 
Our culture was different. All of that shit was different. And then at times when I would do certain things, she would look at me and tell me, I just don't understand why you would do this. Your goal isn't to try to understand why why I would do some shit like that because you would never do it. Oh yeah, that was her thing. Like, I don't understand why you would do this because I would never do it. And I'm like, you trying to understand? You trying to be understanding towards me? Isn't you trying to judge the situations from your from your perspective? Or what you think is right or what you think is wrong. It shouldn't come from you. Like, look at me and understand me as an individual. And then try to understand why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing. That's the reason why one of my non-negotiables is somebody understanding me. Because it's very hard for people to, like, see the good you're doing in something. If they're incapable of understanding why it is that you're doing it. That part would piss me off so much because then it's like, when somebody doesn't understand you or are incapable of, like, trying to break down why you did certain things that argument or that conversation is not gonna go nowhere because the whole time you're gonna keep on trying to explain some shit to a motherfucker that can't understand shit <laughs> i don't want to talk about this shit no more, bro but that shit was just so fucking frustrating but yeah that's one of my non-negotiables but back to the original topic at hand right when you're allowing certain people in your life you need to have boundaries you need to be able to set boundaries and I think having non-negotiables for certain people are one of the easiest way to set boundaries where it's kind of like people walk into your life and you tell them, hey, this is an expectation that you are constantly going to have to live up to. And that's not a bad thing, by the way. You giving that person a level of access to you, like you're giving that person a level, a certain level of access to you, right? That you're not choosing to give to the rest of the fucking world. That shit ain't for free. Like I'm not about to give you a certain level of access of myself. In other words, you start expecting me to give you that level of access. And that's okay because I'm giving it to you. And now because I'm giving that part, like that much of myself to you, that much of my time to you, that much of my love to you and shit. I now am also expecting certain things out of you. Like I know like a lot of times we think love or unconditional and everything like that. And it very much is so. But before that love you have for somebody becomes unconditional, before you like love them unconditionally, before you care for them unconditionally, they have to be very deserving of that. You have to earn that because I know the type of love that I give. And I know the reason why I don't choose to give it to a lot of people. So why the fuck am I going to hand it to any random ass motherfucker? I'm not <laughs> like if you're not deserving of it, it's either I'm going I'm, I'm somebody who's like. I'm a very nice person and I used to be a very like submissive individual and shit like that, right? But then I realized the fault with that. A lot of people will choose to walk the fuck over you. And the reason why this is important to this topic specifically, the reason why you would allow somebody who's narcissistic to be in your life when you know all they care about is themselves. When somebody who's constantly gaslighting you, in other words, constantly victimizing themselves when you're the victim, in other words, you never get to really feel like somebody understands something, somebody ever really gives a fuck about you. And then you started, like, you just let it happen. But the reason for that being, you didn't know how to set boundaries. You didn't know how to tell somebody these are requirements that you're going to have to fulfill to be in my life. You didn't set those boundaries. You didn't have those non-negotiables. So you had somebody come in your life and you started loving them, even though they didn't have everything you know you needed, but you felt like, oh, maybe they could get there. Your non-negotiables are somebody, your non-negotiables are something someone should be able to present the moment they walk into your life. It's not something I'm going to sit here and wait for you to get it. No, like that's the whole falling in love with potential shit. People are, not, people are never going to change for you unless they choose to, unless they're ready to change for themselves. No, not even unless they choose to. People are never going to change for you. They will change when they are ready to change for themselves. In other words, it's based off their calendar. It's on their time. Why would you be sitting here idle waiting for it? The idea of waiting for somebody, in my opinion, is sick. Like it is sick. Like that I'm sitting here and I'm waiting for you to become somebody that you may never become. And a lot of times that's like, something we, we don't tell ourselves in the moment. At times that person that you think they could be. That's the person you want to fall in love with in general. It's not the fact that you see those things in them. You have an idea of the type of person you want to love. And then because this is the person you love, you start thinking they have the potential to hit all of those little marks. And that's why we fall in love with potential so much, even at times where it's like, 
I don't know why I even thought they could ever become this way. They never showed that they could do it. It was never about them. It was about you being in love with a person and wanting them to be that perfect partner that you wanted. There's nothing wrong with a perfect partner. I'm not saying like they're perfect, but what's your vision of a perfect partner would be like, yeah, everybody's going to come flawed. They're going to come with their baggage, but you have an, but you have an understanding of what it is that you want. And a lot of times when we fall in love with that person's potential, no matter how narcissistic they are, no matter how much they manipulate us, no matter how much they're constantly gaslighting situations, you're like, no, one day they're going to become this person. Yeah, one day they're never going to become this person. They're going to keep on constantly taking shit from you, constantly stripping you of the self-love that you have until you're broken and can't give them nothing else. And then when they realize that you are no longer valuable to them, they will drop you and move on to the next person. But they love you. Yeah, they may tell you they love you. They may even convince themselves that they love you. But somebody like that doesn't understand what love is. Because they don't even understand how to love themselves in a healthy manner. So how the fuck can they project that love onto you? If somebody's narcissistic, they love themselves a little too much. And by and the reason why I say that is because it's not like you can ever love yourself too much. But their definition of that love that they're giving to themselves is screwed. Where it's not real. They will lie to themselves. And then there's this thing called like the ideal self, like the perceived self, where it's not the person that you are, but it's the person that you think you are. Somebody who's narcissistic, somebody who's constantly manipulating you, somebody who's constantly gaslighting situations. They don't love who they truly are. They love the person that they've made themselves to be. They love those lies that they've constantly told themselves. So that's why I'm saying that person can never truly love you in a healthy manner because all they've ever fallen in love with are lies. So it's very hard for that person to see you for who you truly are. And to them, they love themselves more than anybody else. But that love they have for themselves is toxic. So they start trying to make you into the person that they want you to be. By constantly making you, by constantly walking over you. Because what they, what they constantly seek is power and control. So the lies are going to be something that's constantly there because that's the easiest way to get somebody to be wrapped around your fingers. But to end this segment, what I'm going to say is, right, you need to realize that a lot of these traumas that you have and a lot of these flaws that you have are not your fault. But sadly, the path that you ended up having for your life led you to around led you to a lot of people that took advantage of you it led you to a lot of people that stripped you of everything that you cared for and at times that's that's in that in a time part of that is yourself you have to get to a point where you realize that a lot of these things are not your fault it's not your fault that you're constantly afraid to tell someone how you feel it's not your fault that you're constantly walking around eggshells it's not your fault that it's hard for you to love yourself because you've been around someone that constantly told you you weren't worth loving. It is not your fault. It is not something that you deserve. But it is yours to fix. Because you don't want to live your whole entire life being the product of somebody else's actions, of somebody else's opinions. You want to get to a point where you expel all of those things, right? You dismiss everything. But the biggest part of that is you need to understand where it stems from. Understand why it is that you wait, why it is that the way you are. And then understand that it's not your fault. And then what you need to do is figure out how you can get rid of those things, how you can heal from those things. And it will take time, but you got this. That's all I'm going to say. You got this. It's not your fault, bro. Don't internalize what other people have done to you and start believing that you truly aren't worth any love. You got this. But in that process, is going to be a long-ass process to get to the point where you really love yourself, but you just got to trust in the healing process and take things one at a time. Trying to change too much too quick will get you really fucking frustrated at that shit. Because you're going to be like, I just want to get away from this person, but it's like... It took that long for you to get to that place. So it's going to take you a little bit of time to get away from it. But the one thing I'll say is you have time. 
And if you feel like you don't, more reasons why you should start working on that process. But I just want to say thank you very much for listening. Um, I am Chance, and you were just listening to A Chance to Strive. And Chance, Junior, what you got to say to them? It was a great episode. Um, yeah, so he kind of like does a whispering thing. He doesn't really talk. But, yeah, uh, thank you guys for tuning in this episode. I want you guys to show some love to it because honestly, I was really proud of this episode. Oh, one thing I'm going to mention before I even move, right? Something I told our producer right before we, we like, at one point we take a little break because I had to burp. I'm not going to lie to you. And I was like, this literally is therapy for me. Understand this. Like, this is kind of like therapy because I told him at one point, it's like, there was a thought that I had where it's like the, the part where I was like, oh, I'm going to take some time to really focus on this. Like the whole, like when, it, like the long term effect portion, I knew nothing. Like I did not think about this in advance. Like, generally, this was, like, me speaking out my opinions and my thoughts, like, and getting in them out. And the nice part about this part is, like, I get to feel like I'm not alone. Like, I know the thing is you guys think I do that for y'all, right? But y'all don't realize the fact that you guys do this for me as well. When you Like, I, I get these messages from you guys a lot, right? You guys will send me a text and you guys will be like, yo, it's like... Yeah, you don't understand how much, like, I've always thought I was bugging. I always thought I was crazy for feeling the same way or for thinking this. But the fact that somebody feels it, too, makes me feel nice. How do you think I feel? <laughs> I'm not an individual that constantly sits there and talks to people about my emotions and stuff like that. Not that I'm unemotionally available, but I just don't feel, I just don't think people deserve that level of access to me and shit, unless you really deserve it. But yeah, honestly, this is therapy for me. And I know a lot of you guys are honestly using my podcast as therapy as well. In the manner that you guys text me, it's like, this helps a lot. makes me realize things that I need to work on. That right there means a lot. And I'm going to keep on repeating this. This is the reason why I do this. The selfish part of it is, yes, it is almost therapy to me. But the other part is, I get to make a lot of people not feel alone. For how they feel. For what they think. And I've been that person that's been in that place where I thought I was bugging for feeling a certain way. I thought I was crazy for looking at things a certain, like in a certain manner because that person that I was around made me feel that way. And it sucks feeling like you're alone and feeling like you're crazy for shit that you're just right about. Having somebody make you doubt your own perception of things, doubt the things that you know are truths and they're just there. It's a hard thing to deal with. So the fact that I get to help people from realistically all over the world in the manner of like I have listeners from a lot of different countries that means the world to me so that's why I'm gonna say keep loving yourself and keep tuning in because we're gonna keep we're gonna we're gonna take this viral <laughs>